My name is Anthony Hines. For the last many years, I've worked at various large companies and I've done my best to share my career experiences with people so that they're able to have better careers as well as make more money. Because isn't that what we're trying to do when we're in our career? I mean, obviously work should be satisfying and the like, but hey, I want to help you get rich. I want to help you make more money. I want to help you develop. I want you, I want you to have a better career, a more established career. Okay, today we're going to talk about the basics of job search. Okay, a lot of people in this, in this, uh, for this podcast are going to say, I knew that. I already knew that. And I already knew that. Well, that's all great. But the fact of the matter is, not everybody is as smart as you. And not everybody is as cool as you. And not everybody knows what you know. Now, that said, you might learn something from this. Because I want to make sure that you understand the job search is a 24-7 item. It is something that whether you're working or not working, you have to be aware of, okay? Because you never know when you're going to not be working at the job you think you are secure at, okay? The reality of today is people are displaced from their jobs not for anything they did wrong, but because the company has decided to go in a different direction. So in some respects, you are not always in control of your job. Now that said, I always say you are responsible for your own career. You are responsible for your own career, but and that's and that development of that career. But you're not always in control of your job. So. Your mindset has to be that at any point, you could be looking for a job. I don't want to depress you. I just want you to understand that that is a reality. Okay? So let's start with some basic things to think about. First thing, do you have a LinkedIn profile? If you do not have a LinkedIn profile, just start one. Okay? Profiles on LinkedIn are basically artwork, okay? You start with a plain piece of paper or you start with a plain canvas and you just start painting. It's never complete, it's never done, it's never always perfect. So anybody who feels that way, who needs to be a perfectionist, that things have to be done, your profile is never done because you should always be doing different things. That said, you should Create a LinkedIn profile, and I have podcasts on Podbean that talk about your profile and how to make those, how to make your profile pop. That said, just start with a profile, and the way you do it to start, if you're not sure, look at someone else that does your work, someone in another company or someone in another industry that does similar things than you do, that you do. Hey. There's no copyright on LinkedIn regarding your regarding wording. Feel free to borrow it. Feel free to start your profile with some of that. Okay? So, if you don't have a profile, it's not a um, it's not an overwhelming task to start one. 
Now, if you have one and you haven't looked at it in a while, well, I say to you, take a look at it. Start adding in the things that you have learned or have cre um, have taken on in your job or have learned in, in online courses. Everything regarding education and your work duties should be in that profile. So if you haven't looked at it in a while, which a lot of people haven't, they're busy. I understand. Then take a look at it. Spend some time on it. Make sure that it's up to date. Okay? Now, next thing. If you don't have a picture, I personally believe in having pictures. Because pictures make it more personal. Pictures make it real. Some people don't believe in pictures on their profile. But you know what? They're going to find what you look like anyways because they're probably going to go to your Facebook page or, or other um, social media where you do have pictures. So I'm just telling you, I prefer to have pictures on my LinkedIn profile. Okay, next thing. Make sure your resume, your LinkedIn profile, and your Facebook or all your social media have a unique factor so that people do not confuse you with other people when looking at your profiles or looking at your social media. If you have a very common name, you need to put your middle initial somewhere, okay? Or, excuse me, everywhere. Because that way, people know who to look for, all right? So keep that in mind because um, there, if you do have a common name, just don't assume that everybody out there are just as professional and just as successful as you are. You don't want to lose opportunities because your your name was too general and people assumed it was you. Yes, it shouldn't happen, but it does. Okay? So, remember, make everything to do with your resume, your LinkedIn profile, and your social media to have something particular regarding yourself. Okay. And the last thing I'll talk about regarding uh, LinkedIn here is understand that you need to get recommendations and the best way to do that is to recommend other people because LinkedIn will come back and say do you want to recommend this person so recommend people other people they'll write recommendations for you do this now before you need it because if you if in fact you're in a job search position you're not going to have access to the same people as quickly. So get that done and get that updated now. Not for any other reason than you should always have your profile updated. Okay, let's talk about resumes for a little bit. Everybody looks at their resume like it's the greatest resume in the world. Maybe it is. Congratulations if it is. But here's the way I believe resumes should work. That is. Resumes should be highlights for you to talk about in your interview. They should, they should show real successes, real money saving, real things like diversity uh, skills, real things like mentoring, real things that make you different. So the basic here regarding your resume is make it about you not always about what you think people want to see okay make it about you because you are the individual and you are the person that they're going to interview and make it things 
make it uh, items that you can back up, obviously, and you can use so that people will notice these items and and take note of them and be impressed by them. Things like large-scale money saving, things like large-scale project implementation, saving the company a lot of money, things like ideas that you created that saved the company a lot of money. Everybody's looking for team builders, people they don't have to manage, and people that save companies money. Just keep that in mind. Next thing on your resume, make sure you have an email address that's easy to read and an email address that people can easily remember that they can email you at and that they're not constantly having to go back to your resume to figure out what your email address is because it's so convoluted. Make your email address easy and make it a uh, domain that is uh, popular, such as Gmail or the like. Some people, now I don't personally believe this, but some people believe that if you have an older email domain, it hurts you in your resume. I believe that if you have qualifications, then it doesn't matter. But some people believe if you have a old domain such as AOL or Hotmail or things like that, it may diminish your ability uh, to be looked at. I don't wanna believe that's true, but I'm just telling you what people have said to me. That said, if you don't want that problem, make your email easy, make your email unique so that you know that if you get an email there, it's job related and make it so it's easy for people to remember so that they don't have to reference your resume again. The next thing about your resume, make the font so it's easy on the eyes. I just can't tell you how many people come up with these crazy fonts because they think it's gonna help them? Use a professional business font and use the proper sizing so it's easy for people to read your resume, okay? Get your resume so the important stuff is well, easy to read, your name and your title and your skills are easy to find, and your font is, is easy on the eyes as well as the proper size. Now, as they say, I have um, resume resources that will help you with that, that's fine. But that's just a resume basic. Okay, networking. Let's talk about networking. Some people have a real problem with networking. All right, start thinking about ways to network where you're around people, but it's something you, that's fun for you to do. That's networking too, okay? If you have a problem and you gotta you gotta network in a scenario where you're dealing with a lot of people and you're not really sure about yourself and you're kind of introverted, then bring a loudmouth with you. Bring someone to the networking event that can start conversations for you, and then you could be good cop. Once they're bad cop and and have started the conversation, you could come in at the end. Work with them if you need to. Have a buddy that will come in and start your conversations for you, okay? It's not a bad thing. We all have things that we're not that good at. Believe me, I do too. My mother dropped me on my head many times. I have a lot of things that I'm not really good at. In that case, I just bring in people that, that can help me in those areas. I'm not proud. I just do it.
So networking is not something you need to be afraid of. It's just something that if you if you need a, a conversation starter type person, then bring a loudmouth with you. Okay. Now another way to network well is network only in to professional events within your industry. Like if you're a project manager, you do it in PMI events. If you you know if you're in marketing, you do it in marketing related. Um, chapters and and the like do it within your industry now you have common uh common subjects common ideas common mindsets with the people you're talking with that should be a much easier conversation so start with that work your way out again you're always starting small and working your way out you just keep plugging okay that's networking now interviewing let's talk a little bit about quickly about interviewing Real basic, prep for the interview. How? Go to your business journal in a city and look at the business journals and not just the regular, um, the regular postings. The business journals are not always read by everyone. I can't tell you how many interviewers I impressed because I found stories about their company in the Boston Business Journal. It's just not a comp it's not a paper that's always read, but it's read by people with um, great demographics for business. So look at business journals, look at offbeat areas, and if you want to find out about the culture of a company, look at Glassdoor. Okay. My point is. Look at these other culture-related websites to learn about the company and learn about the company culture. Other aspects of prep for interviews, look at the hiring manager. Look at the people, look at the things on LinkedIn. Look at their hiring manager. Look at their interests. What are their interests? Maybe there's something there that you interest that are you that you and them are interested in. That is a good conversation starter because that helps to break the ice. So keep your eye open on link on uh, interviewing regarding interests and common, um, you know, common uh, things that you're you're into, because that can help you in the interview. Make the interview a conversation. You're not under bright lights here or interrogation. Make the interview a conversation that shows confidence. And it shows that you are a very professional and refined resource that's ready to help the company um, do well. Show the interviewer how you're going to add value right away. Talk about that. Ask them about things that keep them up at night. And then, if you can, tell them how you would help to solve that. Remember, everybody has things they worry about. So ask them about things like that. Ask them about um, what they look for in a great employee, and then show them um, show them that in your skills. Okay, make the conversation interactive, just like anyone else. They're only people; they're just people. Okay, they put on their pants every morning, just like you. They they stumble up when they get up in the morning, just like you. They're just people. Okay, don't be afraid of that. Okay, next thing, let's talk about cover letters. Quickly on cover letters. What I tend to do is I take my cover letter 
and I take the skills within the actual job, and then I do a com a comparison between an actual skill in a job and my skill and how it matches. And I do that for as much as I can in the job. Okay, that shows the person who's reading the cover letter quickly why you're a good match for the job. So tailor that cover letter to the job and make it easy and bullet points about why the uh, the skills match your skills. Okay, so do that and then there's a better chance you'll be called for an interview. So keep that in mind when writing cover letters. And understand that resumes and cover letters should be tweaked to the jobs that you're applying for. Okay? Now, references. I have another podcast about references. But you want to be clear what the reference policy is in your company so that you know uh, when your boss will give you a reference and when HR will give you a reference. And if, in fact, your boss is not going to give you a reference because they don't choose to do that, you know that beforehand. And then you would note to the person that you're interviewing with that management is not able to give references, that this is the reference policy. Never do you want to assume that a reference is yours just because you worked with them or worked for them. There may be reasons they may not want to give a reference. There may be reasons they can't give a reference. You need to always clarify that before any type of search so, or before any type of addition to the to the reference regarding um, adding them or including them in, um, in your reference capability. And if you have a manager that does not want to give references, it may not be about you. It may be just because they don't feel that um, they're comfortable doing that. That's just the way it is. But learn that, learn the technique, and learn the uh, policy before you even think about references. Okay? Now we talk about my last aspect, and that is um, the time in between. Just remember, people, everybody who's working has other things they have to do. Managers are not like in 1974 where they were just managers. Now they're also very busy with tasks. Everybody's buried over their head. So always assume that it's not you. It's just that people sometimes are busy and it takes time. Things regarding the process take time. And it's nothing personal, nothing bad against you. It just takes time. Okay? If you have questions, try to get a contact inside the company after you submit your resume or apply for a job and have them try to do your uh, working for you. Because remember, if you get hired and they're referenced, there's probably a referral bonus. So you're probably going to make them money. So see if you get someone in the company to do your work. That will help with the um, confusion or the just not knowing that goes with the waiting. That can really, really drive you crazy. I understand that. I went through that when I was uh, in transition. And let me tell you, all I did was kept working connections in to see what the, what the deal was regarding the waiting. So there are some basics 
for job search and basics you can do right now, whether you're looking or not, to always be ready so that if the job search situation comes on, you're ready for it because your career is your responsibility, okay? And I do job search podcasts because I want to end unemployment one person at a time. All of these podcasts are based on my experience, my opinions, not some book and not some professional charging you thousands of dollars just to say, oh, well, I did my best. This is from the heart, people, and understand I'm doing this so that you people will not have to feel that terrible feeling that goes with unemployment, that terrible feeling that um, what am I going to do? Okay, the questions that go with it. I give you I give you techniques in my podcast to help you with that. All of my job search podcasts are free and my career development podcasts are based on a small fee. Check them out on podbean.com and understand this. Come and join my LinkedIn group, Anthony Hines at Job Search and Career Help Now group on LinkedIn, as well as the Facebook page of the same name and the Instagram account of the same name. Check them out, follow them, learn them. And if you're on the Facebook page of the note, go to the about section. There's all kinds of tips there. So in closing, I just want to say thank you for listening and understand that there's a lot of basics that you can do before a job search to help your job search if and when it ever happens. Because job searching is 24-7, whether you're working or not. Have a great day, everyone. And remember, your career is your responsibility. There's nothing to fear. You were great at what you did in your current or previous career. There's no reason you won't be great again. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.